Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Theron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh, cry, and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Prepare your hearts and enjoy this time designed just for you. Farron, it's yes. episode 40. Four, zero. That's so many episodes. 10 more than 30. <laughs> 10 less than 50. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, I didn't really mean to go pessimistic with that. I meant, I thought we were... <laughs> Progress, people. All that to say. They haven't taken us off the air yet. <laughs> yet. That's right, baby. 40 episodes in. That feels, I mean, remember back to the first episode? Remember when we didn't know how to do an episode or get it up on the thing yep. and you figured it all out? You know what? That's exactly right. It's <laughs> 100% Well, obviously true. we both figured it no. out. We, mm. No. Don't lie. They want to know. <laughs> the brains behind this operation are sitting right next to me. You flatter me. It's also just Jesus. So <laughs> thanks Christ. for providing a path. Yes. For this. But yeah, episode 40, we're starting a new mini-series. We're super pumped about it. It's Marie Forleo's Everything is Figureoutable. So yes, if you have not read the book yet, and maybe you're a little, uh, you don't like to hear all the bad words, oh, yes. uh, Marie, Marie is like, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to cuss on our podcast. Number one, that's the thing you have to check off to make sure you're in, filed into the right system. Let's see. She so knows all the details. We'll tell you about the story if you don't want to read certain things. But again, it's a great book, great concept. Again, it's everything is figureoutable, so it's her whole life motto. If vulgar language offends you, this may not be the book for you, but we promise to give you the clean and edited breakdown of all the good stuff. Yeah. So um, we always encourage our listeners to buy the book to glean your own insights um for sure we always share what we feel is most important and applicable to us and our audience but that doesn't mean there's not some gold still left in the books that we review right we don't ever tell y'all everything about every book because we do want you to read it on your own but we just wanted to give you guys a heads up in case that was a thing and Mm -hmm. she also gives you a heads up in the book too she said if words like beep or beep bother you then let's kindly separate and part ways so Mm -hmm. good on you marie forleo for doing that to make sure some people don't uh get offended yeah she lets you know up front instead of learning like the hard way uh i mean i so listening to the audiobook is fun i like the way she talks and interacts so it comes from a place of humor like it catches you off guard and makes you giggle it's not (laughs) like she's cursing at you or out of right like Anger, sort of. So why did we pick this book, Brooke? Well, look at you. <laughs> that um, was difficult to say. So I like the whole premise of it. So again, it goes back to, if you don't 
she even debunks certain things throughout the whole book. Like if, if you're trying to learn something or be able to accomplish something, there is a way to do it. So either like not having the knowledge, okay, there's YouTube, you can learn anything. It's out there on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it just little things like that. Um, again, it's, Help. It is a personal growth book, so it's helping you chase your dreams. She gives great exercises to do throughout the book. So obviously we can't tell you all the information because we do want you to read it on your own. But we're not going to also give away her trade secrets when they're in the book for you to read on your own. Yeah, there's definitely some good soul searching in there. Um, some therapeutic practices too. So maybe you've thought about therapy before, but you're not quite sure. If you can have that self-discipline to walk through the exercises, they are very beneficial. I also like how she talks about like some of our biggest excuses for not yes. going after what we want. Like, mm-hmm. not enough time, not enough money. I um, don't know how. I don't know how, mm-hmm. yes. And so if those happen to cross your mind, then this is the book for you. Well, I think to some extent everyone thinks those three thoughts either... I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't know how at some point. But we'll dive into that later on in the book. But again, it just, if there's a will, there's a way. It always goes back to that. If there's a will, there's a way. And then she uh, talks about how kind of under those excuses is fear. Right. So maybe you are honest enough with yourself to be like, I'm making these excuses, but what it really is is I'm just afraid. Afraid to fail, afraid of how much commitment it is going to take. All the fears. What if I lose this? What are people going to think of me? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. They go on and on. Lots of th- I, th- I like how it just makes you aware that you're not the only one thinking these things. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can get stuck in your own head. Or of course, like the devil wants you to feel alone when you're struggling with something. So again, back to being vulnerable. If we talk about these things, like, oh, I'm struggling with this too. Great. Here's how I got through it. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. So I like that aspect. And she um, is a very successful coach and For sure. um, gives different examples of very successful people in all walks of life and <laughs> professions that she's helped. So again, it gives validity to what she's preaching and the practices she suggests. Right, and so we're also going to put our Jesus spin on it. She is Catholic. We're going to throw in our church beliefs as well, what we believe on our side. So when she says things like, Everything you need to accomplish is already within you. Like, you have the power within you. We'll throw in through Jesus kind of thing. So that's how we're going to kind of put our spin on it. Um, And we'll have a heavier emphasis on that. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. If you read the book, you're like, this isn't what the book says. This is what the... So we're just adding that spin. And as always, after we get through the book, we'll follow it up with some interviews And we always try to include an interview to say how this would apply to your walk with Christ. Right. Okay, so after, there's the intro. And in this book, she talks about how you're going to learn certain things. So Farron, will you let us know, if one would pick up this book and read it, what are some takeaways that they'll get? Okay, so some of the specific things she'll help you with and has helped us with is finding two free hours in your day. Ways to overcome your lack of money, uh, practice that'll help you achieve your goal. You'll be more likely to achieve your goal by 42%. That's a big margin. And how to deal with criticism, haters, and the imposter syndrome. Why are you looking at me? (laughs) 
Well, I'm looking at you like that because in my head I'm like, yes, I have thought this before. Yes, I have thought this before. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you were listening so intently. Because I'm like, amen, off. amen. Yeah. Yeah. These are all the things I wish I would have had a long time ago. Right. If someone could have told me two years ago that I would have been, or four years ago, that I would be able to find two hours, two extra hours in my day. Mm-hmm. What? What? So, yeah, this, that's gold. The statistics she'll share about how we spend most of our time are quite alarming. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, there's no way, eh, you'd be surprised. Yes. So... And I like how that kind of ties into chapter one. So chapter one is just kind of like a forward, how she came up with the everything is figure outable. So her mom, so they grew up in New Jersey, uh, or she lived in New Jersey, and her mom would know how to stretch a dollar. Like that was her skill set. So she, Marie kind of figured that out as well. So there's a Tropicana orange transistor radio. The mom had turned in what do you call it proof of purchase proof of purchase and they Tropicana Orange sent this little radio that looked just like a little orange that had the red and white striped straw sticking out of it as the antenna and she there's just the sentimental story about how she could always hear the radio and one day she would hear the radio on the roof like mom what are you doing up there oh I'm fixing the roof or she hears it and the mom's under the sink what are you doing mom I'm fixing the sink so she ended up figuring out that the, what did her mom say? She said, she asked her mom, how do you know how to do all of this? And she said, don't be silly. Everything is figure outable. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, so you can do whatever you set your mind to. Just roll up your sleeves, get in there and do it. Everything is figure outable. So I like how from the beginning growing up, she saw that modeled. Mm-hmm. And so she knew that worked. You know so. what I like about the story is she could have interpreted it very differently. She could have said, man, I grew up and I saw my mom struggling all the time. Oh my gosh, my mom had to work and sacrifice so hard. And I think in the mom's statement that you just read about you roll up your sleeves, you get in there and you just do it. Everything's figure outable. She could have missed the positive modeling, role modeling that was taking place. That, no, I want more and I want better. And so I'm figuring it out. Like, I'm choosing this because of what my end goal is. Right. So. And I I like how the mom spun it too. She could have said, you know, we're struggling. So we got to penny pinch and try to get this. But she was like, no, if it's something that you can do, just do it. Learn, learn how to do it and do it. That way you can either save save money eventually after a while in practice you can save time and you'll have the stuff on hand ready to go like she was able to fix the roof because she had stuff in the garage already from another project so she was able to just get up there and fix it it kind of broke my heart a little bit to hear that the the radio had stopped working um because that was like her prized possession that and something you could tell she enjoyed she had it everywhere that she was working on a tough project. So that's just me reading into it a little too much, but she could have thrown it away or try to get a new one. But her first instinct was I'm going to fix this. Yeah. And she ended up being able to fix it and she had parts for it. So awesome. So we're going to move on to chapter two and it's titled your roadmap to results. You don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. 
So chapter two is all about kind of the ground rules of everything is figure outable because, I mean, gravity. There's, you can't <laughs> literally defy gravity. I mean, sure, we, but now we can go up in planes. So technically, yes, we have figured it out. But you on your own, you cannot make gravity not exist unless you go in off of the earth. Right. Which, again, that's figure out. <laughs> I think she's uh, combating people that are like, everything's figure outable. <laughs> like, I can fly. And she's like, okay, right, you're not going to sprout wings and fly, but airplanes, like you were saying, mm-hmm. helicopters, all the things. So this is kind of the ground rules towards the skeptics, but also to get you moving. Mm-hmm. So the first one is train your brain for growth. Right. So uh, it's kind of having that uh, growth mindset mentality, which we've preached a lot and has come up so many times in all of our book studies. But um, you got to have your head in the right spot and um, positive self-talk, which we'll get into more in later books. But uh, you want to feed your brain uh, good information and uh, good self-talk so that way you can achieve what you want. A lot of it talks about, well, we've talked about this with the power of positive thinking reframing whole sentences even instead of like don't run in the hall you could say please walk whatever way you want them to walk so whenever you're reading this book or whenever you're listening to this mini series if you hear things like i know this already so instead of saying i know this already or i've heard this a million times before you need to ask yourself what can i learn from this are you implementing it in this way have you tried it this way is there something you're missing or can you improve more on that So that's one of the things. I know this already. So to combat that, use a growth mindset there. The next thing she wants you to kind of tweak is, this won't work for me. So instead of saying that this is not going to work for you, you need to say, how can this work for me? So if we come to a point where you're going to try this exercise or hear this story, instead of saying, oh, that's not going to work for me, this reason, this reason, this reason, you need to say, okay, how can I spin it to where it fits my lifestyle in this life phase? Mm-hmm. I like how she talks to that turning statements into questions. Um, asking questions, your brain tries to go and find the answers to it. When you give it a definitive statement, it's like, oh, nothing to figure out here. That must be truth and fact. So whenever you find yourself uh, having negative self-talk or you know limiting beliefs, if you can rephrase it into a question... Um, that's a really great suggestion I like. And that takes really intentional, deliberate practice consistently. Mm -hmm. So make sure throughout this mini-series you're trying to rephrase everything positively, whether it's during this podcast or during your workday or when you're trying to get kids ready or whatever it is that you're doing. So find a way to positively phrase things. And I think if you have an accountability partner, that's what you guys could do for each other. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, there's times when you're like, hey, I just want to vent. Yes. <laughs> Don't you positive phrase now me. Now is not the time for positivity. <laughs> no, but, you know, if you're confiding in a friend saying, I'm really having a hard time with this, I can't blah, maybe your friend could then turn that into a question. So, mm-hmm. something to try. All right, so that was the first rule. Train your brain for growth. The second rule is try it before you deny it. So, this is more of the skeptic. It's a lot like when you want your kids to try new foods, and they're like, I don't like it. And you're like, you haven't even had it. Yes, For example, I <laughs> one of my kids swore up and down that they did not like 
Reese's peanut butter cups. And so... What kind of child did you raise? Well, actually, I was pretty excited at first because that's, that's one your, of my faves. And more like, for me. That's right. You do hate these. Yeah, Let me have them. I'll eat it for you. <laughs> I'll sacrifice. <laughs> what a good mom. Such a yeah. martyr. But uh, I was like, no, you do like it. Eat it. <laughs> and then you got to like look away. Mm-hmm. And then they like sneak a bite. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I knew I liked these. I won't mention any names. <clears throat> Again, make sure you're watching the YouTube video so you see what kid she just said. <laughs> I love her tremendously. Yeah, you do. Okay, so she has three rules about the kind of the skeptic side of this. So these are the ground rules to everything is figure outable. So here, here it is for all the cynical people out there. Rule number one: all problems or dreams are figure outable. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me all <laughs> of them are figure outable? Facts. Okay, rule two. If a problem is not figure outable, it's because it's not really a problem. It is a fact of life, such as death or gravity, which we touched on briefly. Mm-hmm. And then rule three. So rule number one, all problems are figure outable or dreams. Rule number two, if it's not figure outable, it's not really a problem. It's just how the world we live in works. Mm -hmm. And so rule three. You may not care enough to figure this problem out or achieve this particular dream, and that's okay. So if you keep finding yourself, again, making excuses, which is hard to swallow and accept, then maybe you don't care enough about that dream. And that's okay. Coming to that realization can actually help move you forward in your hunt for whatever dream or passion you are meant to pursue. Right. So again, just check yourself on that one because again, like you said, it's okay if that's not your number one goal. If you want to do this thing and this thing and this thing and I can't do all of it. Okay. Well, you don't, it's okay if you're not going to fully focus on one of those just Put it to the side or chip away at that one slowly and work on the other things. Rule number three, uh, the bigger of the rules. So those were three rules within a rule. So the first right. one, again, was... On the roadmap. Right. Roadmap to success. Train your brain for growth. Two, try it before you deny it. So we're on to the overarching rule number three. Don't offend yourself. This is the part where she's like, hey, I, I do say some th- certain things that could kind of offend people. So if that's going to bother you, let's just part ways, stay in touch, or listen to this podcast. We'll tell you what the book says. Yeah. We got you. Mm-hmm. Um, she does go ahead and point it out first that, you know, she's a white woman born in the U.S. And so she just, I think coming forward with that helps you... Uh, be ready to hear what she has to say. Um, you know, she's not trying to deny what privileges she may or may not have. Um, so there you go. This is her spin on what works for her. And she, if it, if it's working for you, why would you not want to try to share with someone and maybe it'll work for them too. So perfect. Rule number four, do the work. Yep. This is a hard rule. You mean to tell me if I want something different, I got to change? And, like, work really, 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 really hard and harder than that, and it's still going to suck some days? (sighs) 
Yep. You betcha. <laughs> Turns out exactly that way. My kids want a clean house, mm, but they don't want to clean it. They have too much stuff, but they don't want to get rid of anything. Mm-hmm. So they're hungry, but they can't walk to the kitchen to eat the food that someone else cooked for them. It's sad. <laughs> it's all sad. But so, turns out if you do the work, a lot of times there's reward. Right. And it's going to take commitment. And again, daily commitment, keeping it at the forefront of your mind, not just touch and go or like, oh, yeah, I think I'll pick this back up again. Like You're not going to get, if you want quicker results, you're going to work more with your goal. So again, doing the work. Mark Batterson, he's a preacher at National Community Church in Washington, D.C., and he has lots of great books. Um, and one of his books, he's the one who does Circle Maker and In the Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day and other great stuff. But he talks about how pray like it's, or work like it depends on you and pray like it depends on God. So I know that kind of sounds like a conundrum. So obviously God is in control um, and we need to pray what our God wants to hear our desires. He's our father figure. So expressing that, but also you got to put in the work too. You can't say, Oh God, I really want to win the lottery and never buy a lotto ticket. That's not how this works. So again, You've got to put in the work, too. God wants great things for you, but he's not just... Like, you've got to work for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I really want a good job, but I'm not going to show up to it. Like that, No. Yeah. I like, too, that she reminds us that repetition is a really big piece. So sometimes if I've been doing the same thing for a while and I'm not seeing the progress, I'm like, well, I must be doing something wrong or... Well, look how much I have done. I quit. And how many times are we quitting like right before our breakthrough? You right. Know? So um, there's a balance there. Uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, right? Mm-hmm. But um, just knowing that sometimes it's going to take lots of repetition. Right. And that, that goes back to that Atomic Habits book that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Uh, ice Cube Melting. It... Is sl- the room is slowly warming up, but the ice still isn't melting. It doesn't start melting until it finally gets to above 32 degrees. So all those degrees before that, that you're slowly inching, so 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, that is still progress. You just aren't seeing anything yet. And also, throughout this book, you might hear reoccurring themes that we've already talked about, like, you've got to work if you want results. Just remember that repetition helps your brain. So neuroplasticity, that's something we talked about with grit. That's something we're going to talk about and switch on your brain. That's how your brain works. So repetition is going to help retrain your brain. Right. So then when you are putting in the hard work, you're not caught off guard. You're like, oh, I knew this was going to be hard work. Right. And so it doesn't seem... This is what I do now. Yeah. It doesn't seem as overwhelming. Mm -hmm. All right. And the fifth rule is connect with our community. We preach this one a lot. You, anyone can read a book. Anyone can read everything is figure outable. But if you don't implement things, you're not going to grow. Anyone can read the Bible. But if you're not applying those principles and following through, you're not going to see much change or growth. Mm-hmm. So again, join a community. Um, we have a Facebook group. Answer some questions and get in our group. It's for free. 
for free. For now, so join it. <laughs> Before it's too late. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But yes, we love to answer any of your questions. So if you want to reach out or if you want that community, join the Facebook group, Woody and Gritty. It's the group, so it's different from the page. So the group is where you guys can pose questions. So mm-hmm. there's that. And in other texts that we've covered, um, this is a hard process. It's going to have some hard knocks. And so to grow in a community of people that have been through similar situations, can give their advice, or just to cheer you on um, is going to make the journey a lot easier. Right. That's why I got you, babe. Don't grow alone. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> so that is chapter one and chapter two of Everything is Figure Outable. Those are the ground rules and kind of her backstory about the orange and how she came up with the motto, Everything is Figure Outable. So next week, we're going to go further into the book with chapter three, and then we'll go on from there. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yes. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Witty and Gritty podcast. Join us at wittyandgritty.blog, where you can subscribe to our newsletter, check out our blog, and listen to more episodes. We have a Facebook group out there just for you, for discussion, support, and community. And don't forget to get your freebie that's designed just for this mini-series. If you have any questions, reach out. We'll be right there.